think it's more about the accomplishment of the number. So whatever your debt is mixed in, it could be a house payment, it could be car payment, it could be things that you feel heavy with, right? So whatever you feel heavy with, because I don't feel heavy about your student loans. I, I feel agree. like we could pay that off in a matter of seconds. It's not a big deal. You don't owe that much. It's not like this enormous number that we owe and that we pay thousands of dollars a month for. Yeah. It's a manageable number. So debt to us is what makes us feel heavy. The credit card payments of $500 a month felt heavy. Yeah. That's crazy. And I so that's where we were at. And I just wanted to, to relate that. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back. Another week, another pod. Yes. This is actually pretty cool because we are recording on Aaron's birthday weekend. Yeah. We are recording this and we have people coming over in like a couple of hours and we're having a back backyard barbecue. It's something that I've wanted for a while. Aaron's dreams are coming true today. And I, I have activities. We got a wiffle ball. We got wiffle ball. We have some so cornhole. Excited. We've got martinis happening. Got some cold beer. Cold beer happening. Burgers, hot dogs, coleslaw, potato Maybe salad. Maybe a line dance. Line we dancing. Have no idea. We're about to do the get up. I knew that was going to happen. We're going to do it. I don't want to. You're, oh my gosh. So, fun fact Aaron is obsessed and really good, I'll add, at line dancing, dancing in general. His favorite pastime is learning. A dance in the privacy of his own room in front of the mirror naked, preferably. Okay. And you know you do. And then he comes Is out. Is this like the thing with your podcast? Like you have to like. Okay. And then he comes out and pretends like, oh, I just heard this dance. Like, let me see if I can pick it up. And then all of a sudden he busts out all the moves and he knows every single move and pretends that he wasn't practicing for the last two hours. And it's kind of hilarious. And then he wants to teach everybody and then wonders why we don't pick it up as quickly because we haven't been practicing for the last three okay weeks. it's it's very much That's so that i enjoy it's like you never would expect that somebody knows the dance and just so happens the song comes on and you're gonna bust a move and you bust a move oh that is God. i feel the coolest party favor god help us all just like stay my, tuned just like my card tricks Oh, and then okay. this is, we can't, we can't leave. I can't leave you alone to your own devices because Aaron goes to the store and comes back. He goes to the store to get tape, vodka, and beer and comes back with Tiara's birthday. But okay, you guys, sorry, but our dog is like licking her paws. Mimi LaRue. Um, this is real life. This is what's happening yeah. right now. The Tiara's dog is licking her paws. Tierra's uh, birthday buttons, a okay, a deck of cards, which seems like innocent enough. Like who doesn't love a game of cards? That's why I bought but it. But he got it in case, in case I'm quoting, anybody wanted to possibly see his card tricks. Like, okay. like you are the only person. I'm a corny thirty-seven. To, okay, you're so cute, but you do have some mean card tricks. I, I haven't seen Shorty in a while. Maybe he'll come out. Maybe. But you have all the, the preparations yes. just in case. Yes. So, so stay tuned. So that is what's going on in the Gibson household, Gibson Studios right now. But, That's where um, we're at. This Thank podcast is something that I'm super excited about. Um, it's something that 
Before we get into what the podcast is this week, okay. I just wanted to say again, thank you guys for listening yeah. and we have been reading all of the reviews and comments oh. and it just makes us smile so big and singing like, and crying in the yeah, uh, living room. It, it means so much. Like it, this is just something that we love to do. It's brand new and we just so appreciate all the support and love you guys are giving us. And so if you haven't left us a review yet, no pressure with all please, that. Yeah. <laughs> head over to iTunes and leave us a five star review, write any mm. comments, feedback, really any, I mean, it doesn't, as long as it's not negative. Well, I mean, you can give us things that we can improve on. Yeah. That's what I mean. But in a, in a nice way, I mean, yeah, it's don't not, be an asshole. it's not what you say. It's how you say yeah. it. So we are always looking for ways to improve feedback. Yeah. Feedback. Sure. But again, if it's a negative condescending, like just nasty trolling comment, we don't have time for that and we're not going to read it. Just don't be an asshole. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's jump in then to this week's episode. Okay. This one's a juicy one. And we actually asked you guys a couple of different options and this is what you guys want us to talk about. It's a hot topic. And well, and it's it's actually our current reality, yeah. And what we're what we're doing today, right. like right now in the moment. So I think it's really fitting, and I think it's fun. So yeah. I'm excited to talk about it. So what are we talking about? So we are talking about how we have paid off thirty thousand dollars in debt, um, and we've done that in a matter of. Well, hold on. Okay. You are just jump the gun. Oh, sorry. You have to set the stage. Okay, I'm sorry. So. Today's, if you're listening to this, today, current, we're recording, it's August 10th of 2019. And on September 5th, so less than a month away, which is insane, less than a month away, September 5th, we are going to be boarding a plane. We're heading to Vegas for TravCon. Hopefully, we'll meet lots of you guys there. And then we're going from Vegas to Paris and Barcelona for a little, little fun, just yeah. like a little adventure, yeah. a little travel, a little wine, lots little of get bread, out. all the things. And the and September fifth is so special to us because on that day, it's literally Friday, a payday, our last payday. We are making our final and complete payment that will bring all of our credit card debt to zero, zero which we've never done before. No. We've paid down credit card debt, but we've yeah. never gotten it to zero. We've left like five to seven on there. Well. Yeah. You think? Always. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, go ahead. But yeah, so I mean, it, it's funny because we were talking about this and this is our current situation. This is where we're at. But this isn't the first time this has happened. And I, and I think I really want to get into that in this podcast. Yeah. So, on the, so we're going we're gonna to chat about... Our, our history, our journey with debt specifically. And because I think it's, I think a lot of people, probably most people can relate. Yeah. And then also giving you guys the steps that we took, really tangible takeaways. So like we want this to be really tangible because I know so many people, especially travelers in our community, like we have this really cool opportunity. We make more money. Uh, we have it's it's easier. We live more simply, so it's easier for us to pay off debt quickly. I think, at least in our experience, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of travelers are wanting to work to pay down debt, so they have more freedom to travel and take time off, which is what was important to us. And so, we really want to give you some tangible takeaways that will help you get clear and come up with your own action plan, and kind of using our system as an example. Well, and, and I always hear these different podcasts and these different people say things or, or different trainings that we listen to and I feel like there are some tangible stuff but there's a bunch of gray 
And I think these tips I'm really excited about because they're very crystal clear. Yeah. And I like clarity. Clarity. And we use numbers because I like to hear where people are. Me too. Because if I'm sitting there and, you know, I have $30,000, dollars $60,000 in debt and somebody's talking about how they paid off $12,000 in debt. Right. In an easy way. I'm like, well, I'm way out of that. Yeah. Right. And so I think that's where we'll give you numbers and you can evaluate where, where, you, where you feel. Right. Yeah. I love that. Love it. Okay. Yeah. So let's jump in. Yeah. So I think what's crazy is I was just talking about this with one of my coworkers and, you know, I realized, you know, Kim and I came into our relationship in a significant amount of debt um, from both of us. I don't think I had debt. Oh, yeah, I did. That's not Are true. Are you kidding me? I, you're right. I did have that. <laughs> but, that there's the first step. Realization. Yeah. Don't live in have... denial with like burying your hand head under the sand. Mm-hmm. First step. I don't think I had that much debt at the time, but I did have some credit card debt. We accumulated a lot of debt together, pretty much. our We've been together for 12 years at this point. Our entire relationship... Was our bike on? Yeah. Oh, okay. Aaron's freaking me out right now. Um, we've been, we've had debt. 12 years, we've had, we've always carried some kind of credit card debt. Well, and it's funny, and I think a lot of people don't really, good. I And I just want to preface, too, again, about being very specific, is that we're speaking, you can use this in any way, but we're speaking specifically to our credit card debt. Like, we still have um, a, a truck payment. And yeah. You know what I mean? So we're just speaking specific. We've always had credit card debt because people have mortgages. They have debt. They have this. But we're talking about we've always had credit card debt in our relationship. That's really good that you brought that up. Yeah. Because, again, when people see debt free, they think house is paid off, which we don't even have a house. We don't own a home. Um, Hallelujah to that. I know. And... Um, yeah, so we still have We have some a car debt. payment, Let's be real. but we've gotten it down to like nothing to where everything is. I mean, let's be real. Once all of this is taken care of, our bills that are we're like necessary nothing. for are less than $1,000 a month. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty debt-free. Yeah. The, the next thing, the only debt that we carry now at this point is we have our Jeep and we have my student loans and that's it. Well, you, your student loan's like 40 bucks a month. I know, but we still have them. So, if I paid them off, then that would be completely... Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyways, we're talking specifically about credit card debt because that is the thing that brought us the most um angst. Yeah. But let's let's even okay. take that. I think it's more about the accomplishment of the number. So whatever your debt is mixed in, it could be a house payment, it could be car payment, it could be things that you feel heavy with, right? So whatever you feel heavy with, because I don't feel heavy about your student loans. I, I feel agree. like we could pay that off in a matter of seconds. It's not a big deal. You don't owe that much. It's not like this uh, enormous number that we owe and that we pay thousands of dollars a month for. Yeah. It, it's a manageable number. So debt to us is what makes us feel heavy. The credit card payments of $500 a month felt heavy. Yeah. That's crazy. And I, so that's where we were at. And I just wanted to to relate that. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. And I think just prefacing to that, like debt isn't a negative thing. I think it's how you look at your debt. It's how you feel about your debt. Like having, I'm saying like, <laughs> you are, I don't know. Having debt is just making a choice that you're choosing to pay something off over time. 
And there's certain things that like people have mortgages and they don't feel super stressed out about them. I don't feel stressed out about our Jeep payment, right? It's exactly what you said. When something starts to feel heavy, and for us, like I don't, I don't have any beef with the debt. I'm not mad at the debt. I don't have negativity toward the debt because I think what you choose to focus your energy on, you're just creating more of. So if every day Aaron and I were like, oh, all this debt, all this debt is just dragging us down. Like we didn't focus on it like that. It just, it was like, okay, we have these payments, and it got to a point where it felt super heavy, and we were wanting to take time off, and we were wanting to travel, and it just felt like we had these massive payments, and it was, it felt heavy. We were like, okay, it's time to really get serious about wanting to pay down this debt because it no longer felt good and it no longer felt aligned with the life that we wanted to live. And so then we knew it was really time to make a choice and get serious about it. And if we ever feel that way about paying off the Jeep, if we ever feel that way about paying off my student loans, then we'll do it. But we weren't there yet. Right. Have you always felt that way though about the debt? What do you mean? About how you said that um, you don't have beef with the debt. No, I, I really don't. Because again, I, I'll say it at the beginning. We, we, this isn't the first time we've done this. Yeah. And so this one, I didn't have beef with. The past ones I did. Um. Yeah. I think a lot of it is, for me, is a, a mindset thing because I do think that you can go down a, a, a deep negative spiral if you're focusing on it being a negative thing, but I agree. I I think it's also taking a look at what you're, what you're choosing to spend your money on. And I think we used to not make really good. We never made good choices. Right. And I think that was the biggest thing that I was kind of leading to was the fact that I feel like the past two, or maybe even just the first one that we, that we dug ourselves out of, Mm -hmm. I literally was looking at the credit card statements, wondering what the fuck we bought. Yeah, God only knows. And it was like bar, food, bar, food, bar, food, and then like trip. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't anything that was elevating us. The majority of it wasn't elevating our lives. Yeah, 100%. And I think this one really was. Yeah. And that's why I don't have beef with it. But it did get really spread out. And that was another thing that we hadn't had. We were using multiple cards. Yeah. And that felt heavy. That, I'll say, was I will never do that again. 100%. We have one card now that we will use because it has really great points for travel. Mm -hmm. But I think that's such a great point. We'll get into it a little bit more when we get into our steps. But having one card, I feel, and maybe it's just a mindset thing because it's even, even if it's the same amount, it doesn't matter. But having it all in one clear place, one spot feels less overwhelming than have them all trickled over like a couple of different Why do you think these debt consolidation and these companies have a niche, right? Because it makes you feel like, oh, I can handle this. Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, we we have paid off debt. We have turned around and racked it up. We've paid down debt again, racked it up. And... I think that's normal. I think a lot of people go through these cycles with it. But I think that we just got to this point and it was this last contract we took. We talked about this a little bit on another podcast, but our goal, our intention, everything that we were focusing on was paying down this credit card debt. And we made a plan that we're going to walk you guys through. And we were just so ready. I think, I don't know, like, and maybe you can speak to how you felt, but I feel like I just got to a point 
where I was just so ready to be done with it, be done. I, I do not ever want to carry credit card debt ever again. I'm unavailable for it. I do not want credit card debt in my life at all. And I, when I say that, I mean, it's fine if there's a little bit of, if we, we're booking something to get the points or whatever, and it's it's manageable, but- Pay it off at the end of the month. Right. But I am unavailable to live with $30,000 credit or card plus. debt anymore. And we both just like, I don't know, we just like kind of hit that wall of like, for us, our freedom is so important. Like we live simply in every way in our li- in our lives. Like we value taking time off and traveling and going places and always knowing in the back of our mind, but you have $30,000 in credit card debt. Like it just didn't feel good. And you I'm like, I'm so You can't feel like so you get ahead. No, you can, you can never get ahead. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we realized was if I'm going to work my hospital job, I wanted to go to a plus, go to a benefit, go to elevating us, go to, I don't want to be working and feeling like I have to work because the definition of freedom that you and I look for is, is when I don't have credit card debt and maybe we're slow one day and I can go home and work on doing a podcast or something like that. Instead of having the thought of like, oh, I need to just stick this out because I need those extra dollars just to pay off credit card debt. Yeah. And that I don't like. That That is such a good point because I want, when we get back from our trip, from Barcelona, when we come back, every every single dollar that we make moving that you forward. Because all we need is my paycheck. I know, but I'm just speaking in a grand okay. scheme of things here. Every single dollar that we bring in is going towards the positive. It is going towards investments. It's going towards whatever we want it to go towards, to savings, to everything. So it's no, I think that I'm I'm done with playing catch up. I'm done with having to take a contract and then use it to pay off debt. And you know this, like I just want to keep moving forward. And I think we got to that point where we're like, we just want to be going in this like upward trajectory instead right. of always starting over again. Well, I mean, a, yeah, like a brief little thing is, as we've told you in our first episode of the podcast or second episode that we talked about our money situation and that's one reason why we wanted to travel because it was a way to work less, make more, Yeah, which was fantastic. But we also realized that when you have more freedom, you spend more money. And we went crazy on our first, which was the third episode, where we went just absolutely nuts and had to borrow money to get to our third assignment, our second assignment. And we realized at that point that this can't happen. And I remember at one point talking about freedom when you and I saved up our money in Wisconsin and took a European cruise Mm -hmm. and then had to drive across the country. We felt like we had all this money, but then your tires blew. (laughs) We had to get those fixed. And then we had to move in and then... You had something went on and I, oh, we took housing yeah and I wasn't making as much money and San Francisco's expensive. And I remember the feeling of being in San Fran for the first time, a place that we had always wanted to go and wanting to go explore San Francisco, but not having the money to do it. Yeah. And that feeling right there was just like, what are we doing? Yeah. We got into this for freedom and we got into this for more money. We put ourselves in this situation again. Yeah. I, I agree. And I think another big turning point, I think no matter what it is, whatever you're putting your money towards, you have to be excited about it. It has to feel good. It, you have to get to a point where you're really ready to do whatever the thing is you want to do with your money or you're not going to do it. So I mean, what do I mean by that? Like if you if we're planning for a trip, that's always something I can get behind. Like in Wisconsin, 
I was working and I had like tunnel vision. I was like, I'll take call. I'll do this. I'll because all the money that I was making at that time was going towards this trip to Europe, which I was so excited about. It was our first time there. Right. And I was like, just in the zone with it. We right? saved like $20,000. We saved a shit ton of money. And so, you know, now we're at a point where it honestly, I am so excited to every Friday to put my paycheck towards this credit card debt and to see those numbers go down. I can't tell you how excited that makes me feel. And I really don't think you can commit to something, sustain something, or keep with it if you aren't excited with where your money is uh, going for. I agree. Or going towards. So if that's investing, like if you're not at a place where you're excited about investing and excited about your future, you're not going to keep up with it. It's not going to feel good to you. Well, I mean, you, you can know? take that into the lines of like health and fitness as well. If you're not excited about, you know, getting healthy, then you're just not going to do it. Yeah. And so it, it goes with anything. And I think that's the hidden gem too is finding a way that excites you personally. Well, I think, yeah, I think you just get to a point in your life where you're ready for something. Mm -hmm. And I think we got to a point in our life energetically, mentally, and just like from a logistical standpoint of what we, where we are in our life and what's important, we hit that space where we are like, we're done. It's like that quantum shift of just like, we don't need to like get into a whole thing about it. Like I know moving forward in our life, even though history wouldn't agree because we, we, we've paid off debt and come <laughs> back. Right. But I know inside on a deep level that we are no longer available for this right. kind of debt and, anymore. Right. I, I think, you, and have, I'm excited I think about you have laid that point down. Like you said it like six times. Have I? Yes. Okay. Let's but what on. I want to say was, I really want to touch on this because I think it's really interesting and it just hit me is I was going to ask you if I could get off the highway and go the scenic route instead of saying a tangent. Because this is a show on the road. Oh, I, did you just come up with I did, that? actually. I'm going to get off the highway and go the scenic route. I like it. So I'm going to ask you if I can exit the highway. And Where are you going? On a scenic route. I need more information. I will. Money stories. Like, that's a thing that we listen to a lot. And a lot of people say that... Where you find problems in your money situation, there are stories behind that that you've created throughout your life. And you've said all the time, like you asked me that question, what's your money story? Where are you at? Like what are things that maybe your parents have given you or have you ever even taken a moment to look at that because of the fact that we've said and history doesn't point out in our favor if you look at our past because we've Gained debt, paid it off, gained debt, paid it off, and now we're on this last one. You and I are on the last stand. Right. This is it. We don't have room for this. And I think looking at my story and saying that there was never enough. So then there's never enough money to cover what I need to do, or there's never enough money to cover what I want to do. And I feel like that negative story plays a role in what I see in my life. And you want to talk about like woo-woo stuff, but... That's just what I firmly believe. And you said earlier in the podcast that, you know, money's an energetic exchange, right? It's, uh -huh. a, it's an exchange of energy. And I feel like when you're putting out there and knowing that this world is full of abundance and full of money, and we have never not, even in our worst time of money situations, we've always been perfect. Yeah. We've always been provided for. We've always had everything we need. 
And I think these are all the lessons that I've learned through all of these years of going through this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think, I think money, money mindset, just like all of the self-development stuff that we're always working on, like for our relationship, for ourselves, all the like quote unquote issues we have that we're all working on in our own lives. Money is a big part of that, right? It's not separate. And I think we all pick up things, you know, bless our parents. They were doing the best job that they could. But I think a lot of us picked up our money stories from how we were raised and what our parents said about money, what they thought about money in my house. It, it always felt like there wasn't enough. Of course, you take that on as a kid and you take that in with you in your in your adulthood. So that's been like a reoccurring thing in my own life too, having issues around money. And so it's something that I work on quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think again, if you're not working on it, if working on your money stuff, isn't just about the physical actually working to stack the cash and to, you know, pay off the debts and to save the money and invest and all of that, that that's just one side of it. I think the energetic side of it also, and the the mindset side of it is how you talk about money, how you feel about money. Your relationship with money is super, super important and you need to clean that up and you need to get into a more pure, clean place with money then and do the, the physical stuff too in order to really make a difference. But I think what you said there was really important because that's what I've noticed the shift. Because yeah. all these other times that we've you know gotten out of debt, paid and got back in, there was never that moment that we've taken that we really just deeply talked about what caused this, how do you feel about it, what's your money story, what fears do you have around money, got really clear about it, and then we were both under the understanding of, of what those were. Yeah. And then, and then now, an now I feel like that's it. out, and then we individually have our steps that we take that gets us out of that money house, because that's the same thing that I felt too. No matter what, God bless my parents, my dad worked his ass off, and we always just felt that there wasn't enough. Yeah, right? I think it, a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's a huge part of the work that we do around money. And honestly, like money is money's neutral. You know, we, we put, put the we meaning, put the meaning yeah. around it. And I think watching your language too around it, you know, saying, you know, I can't afford that. I'm broke. I can't do this. I, I have so much debt. The debt's over. Like thinking about how you're talking about money and the words that you're using to describe your financial house are really powerful. Yeah. And, you know, your subconscious is always picking up on on the words that you're saying, you Absolutely. know, and so really being mindful is like working on having a more positive, fluid, abundant relationship with money. And I think then you'll start to really be able to take the steps logistically to clean up that space because if you don't work on the energetic side of it or your mindset around it then you'll keep finding yourself in the same place that you always were and I think that's where you and I were is that we make a shit ton of money we have so much money in so many ways in our life we have more than enough all the time we are so abundant but we still always find ourselves back in a place that's in debt and in a place of starting over. And, and I think that's not because of the money we make, but where our mind was and our, our energy was with our money. And that's, I think, the biggest change. I'm actually going to golf clap you on that one because clapping is where I see where I, if I need to edit something it's out, it's less aggressive. Okay. So that's a golf clap moment. Yeah, that was I good. love that. So a little woo for the pod. A little woo for you. Woo more play. Have you heard of that? No. Hmm. It's like a sexy time thing, but it's like all organic. 
or okay. coconut oil. Oh. Anyways, woo. Yeah, woo. I think that's us. a really good point because we're going to get into these these okay, ten, these ten things because I think they're really good and there will be some talk around them too, right? Yeah. I mean, so these are so these are the actual. So yeah, I guess we won't get into. Let's just add a, a whole nother step, a whole nother part of this is we're about to share the tangible steps, but a whole nother part of it is that Aaron and I behind the scenes have really been working on cleaning up. Um, how we feel and our mindset around money. That that's a whole and thing. And there's there's so many resources for you nowadays. Again, like find somebody you like. Yeah, I And and listen, you have Amanda Francis who is a money manifestation queen who I love. She's phenomenal. If you don't vibe with her, now you got to yeah. you got to vibe with her. Mm-hmm. She has her own vibe and she is unapologetic Take about that. Molly, but, you don't. but I absolutely love that and she is a more female driven um entrepreneur. She's a genius when it comes to money mindset, period. End of story. And then Marion Williamson has a really good book about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many books. There's so many podcasts. Not about how to make money. Not about how to pay off debt. Really look at money mindset. Mm-hmm. That is a huge way to really understand steps you can take personally and then go into the other stuff. Yeah. Because that's what Kim and I did. And then started reading books on how to invest, what to do. Yeah. How to, so there's information. You just got to want to learn and grow. Well, and it's interesting because I didn't, I didn't even think we were going to talk about this in this podcast. But, um, you know, everything that we do, even Traveler School, our online course for travelers, we infuse the practical step-by-step guidance with the mindset. Right. The mindset is the most important part, because, again, you can know all the logistical stuff and know all the steps to take. But if you don't have the right mindset, you don't have the right attitude. None of the other stuff is going to matter. You're still going to feel stuck. You're still going to feel, you know, like you're just like in quicksand sinking. So we infuse the mindset into every aspect of our life. So why wouldn't we infuse that into our money house? The money is one of the most important things sections, categories in our life because money is the vehicle that allows us to do all the things that we want to do, right? Right. It's there to support us. And you hear it all the time and it's so true. It's like money doesn't give you Doesn't make you happy. Doesn't make you happy, right? But it allows the vehicle. Yes, it's it's the vehicle that allows you to open up worlds of things that you never thought possible. Yeah, it supports you. Yeah. Let's be real. Exactly. Money supports you to allow you to do the things you want to do. That's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to reach a whole bunch of money to be like, ooh, then I'm going to be happy. But I understand that the more money I have, the more things I can do that light me up. 100%. Right. 1 million percent. Okay. So so let's get into the steps. Number uno, if you're taking notes and not driving, good for you. If you're not driving. Don't text and drive like Aaron. Okay. I do not. Oh my gosh, you're always texting and driving. I absolutely take okay. that offensively. Okay, okay. I, I take it not. back. You don't. You only text me if you're at a stoplight. Correct. And, but I will say that if your phone goes off or something, you look at it while you're driving, and I never even look. But at But you my have phone. to understand where my phone is. My phone is in eyes view of the road at all times. Okay. But don't yes. text and drive, my friends. Okay. Number one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Don't get your panties in a bunch. Okay, number one. (laughs) This is the most important part, and I know this is going to feel like a no-brainer, but this is the first thing that we had to do. Aaron has a graph. Spreadsheet. A spreadsheet. So Aaron pays, side note, uh, what did you call it? Side road? We're going to take a side road for a second. We're going to get off the highway and take the scenic route. We're going to take off the highway and take the 101 because it's a beautiful drive. 
The 101 or, is a or, highway. Or the one. Just the one Pacific yes. Coast Highway. Okay. We're on the Pacific Coast Highway. So, Aaron does all of our bills right now. And we have gone back and forth, back and forth. I've done all the bills. Aaron's done all the bills. We wanted to see who's a better fit. Well, yeah, because I was too crazy at one point yes. where, where Kim oh would go get her nails done and it would cost $40 and I would lose my shit. Dude, it was like you wore me out so bad. So then I took back over the bills because it stressed him out and it doesn't stress me out. Well, yeah, I know. But then all of a sudden. But then I was more like loose. Yeah, I never knew how much money we had. He'd be like, was, how much money do we have for the week? And I'm like, I don't know. You would I'll say enough. Just go get whatever you want. Enough. We're fine. Yeah. Enough. We're fine. Yeah. So Aaron does all of our bills. Now. And I've we, gotten really good. We've been, we've gone back. So Aaron does, he handles our bills every single week we get paid. And he has a chart in on the Bank of America where we pay all of our bills. And the chart has everything broken down by category. It's not on Bank of America. I made it myself. You did? Thank you, babe. I made I that myself. I you made it yourself. I put the algorithms in it myself that it calculates everything. I made all of that myself. Are you like Steve Jobs? No. I don't even know. Okay. So Aaron made the algorithms and created this graph, whatever... I basically I no input idea. stuff and it does it for me. And like I okay. put all those formulas in. Okay. So there's different categories. It's like a pie chart kind of, right? And so all of our debt was on there because we make payments on it every single month. And so the so this comes back to what our first step was is that we had to get super honest and really look at the debts and see what, ex- what did we really owe? Like looking at all of the cards, all of the accounts, everything and really being honest about the exact number that we owed and let me tell you when we did that and Aaron's like you know what was it like twenty eight thousand dollars it was thirty four thousand no it wasn't a hundred percent thirty four thousand thirty four that was including something that we were like no it was thirty four thousand dollars okay so thirty four thousand dollars that's insane um and that number felt very overwhelming. It felt like, oh my gosh, like, holy crap, are you for real? It's almost easier not to know the number. But that was that's the very first step to really see where you are so that you can make a, a real tangible step-by-step plan. Yeah, I agree. And I think I almost shit my pants. The biggest thing was, <laughs> you know, it was like twenty thousand on one of the cards, and then it was like five thousand and then 2000 and then 1400 and then 1800 and having that much spread out made me feel nervous and i think really getting a plan and i think almost talking about this too was you know kim and i actually went back and forth a lot where kim wanted to knock off the $20,000 one and just hit that and make minimum payments on the small ones because to be honest with you three three out of the four or five of those were non-interest uh, right. debt payments which makes total sense because our 20,000 was a super duper you know was racking in interest yeah but I think that was a changing point when you and I developed the plan and paid off the little ones our momentum started flying and uh, yeah I think that's one of the steps it is so that's like wanna... a, a pro tip but I, I we did go back and forth about it because I was saying we need to tackle the big one because that we pay the most on it and it has the most interest 
And we went back and forth and finally I agreed with Aaron. I was like, okay, let's start knocking off the smaller accounts. And I will say that that was the best decision because it put a fire under our ass because it was like, oh, 500 bucks here. Oh, a thousand bucks here. Oh, 2000 here. And we were just seeing them knock down. We could do it, you know, every week or two a week. So it like got us excited. Mm -hmm. And now we only have one of the cards left and we're almost done with it. Well, right. And we're making payments every week. Every, which every again, week. the interest is just cranking down, yeah. cranking down, cranking down, which is phenomenal. So I, yeah, that would be. But my a suggestion. plan, okay. really getting a plan that feels good to you. And the again, first... I really wanted to, sh- I really wanted to say that that we actually disagreed in our plan, but really hashed it out and communicated it out, and then just went with it. We did it your way for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Can we try it my way?" Yeah. And the minute we did it, we felt really good. Yeah. And it's not about who was right or wrong in that situation because I think you have to do what feels right yeah. for you. Exactly. But that did turn our momentum. Yep, 100%. Okay, number two. Make a list of all the balances (laughs) owed. Okay, so again, this is... This is kind of goes with number one, but it's like first you, you get really clear of how much you owe and then you make... So we actually had a list. We had a written out list that had every single account with the account number and how much was owed. And we had it like um, listed out from smallest to largest. And I think again, super simple, but it's the simple stuff that, that really gets you a clear, very concise plan. And that's what you need when you're about to tackle a big challenge like this. And so we wrote it all out. We had everything written out from smallest to largest. Um, um, yeah, number four is look how much money you actually take home each month. Like really get clear with it. Try to really go back and look at your paychecks. Look at your bank statements. Gather as much information as possible. Get the most up to date on your credit card statements. Like really don't just estimate. Get down to the penny of what you owe. So that way you feel really prepared. And then also what you make. Exactly. And then the next step is to look how much money. So the first you're looking at how much you pay in bills. That's what you just said. And then the, the, the second part of that is how much money do you actually take home every month? Mm-hmm. So not what your paycheck or not what, you know, like before taxes, but how much do you actually make every single month? So then you can really look at those two things side wanna, by side. I want to take that a step further and then take that and break it down into how much you make per week. Yeah, I because, like the weekly goal. Because even if you break it down weekly and you get paid bi-weekly, you know, because it's going to get into one of our tips, I'm foreshadowing here, but when you know how much you make every two weeks, it's a better thought process of how much money you have. So breaking it down weekly lets you see how much you can wiggle and play and actually get the debt paid right, off. Right, which goes into the next step, which is based off what your bills are and what you actually take home, you can see what you have left over every single week. I think that's a better plan. So whatever you have left over a month, divide that by four and see how much you have left over every single week after your bills are already paid. So you can look at that number and say, okay, I spend this much at the grocery store every week. I spend this much on gas. I spend this much on, you know, going to dinner with friends on Friday, whatever it is, you want to see that number and you want to be able to take a percentage of that number. You want to be aggressive with it. You, you know, you want to, you want to be mindful because if you want to pay off a lot of debt, you got to be like more than the minimum. 
Yeah, you got to be putting some money on there, but you also want to be realistic because we've done this before too, where if we had like a thousand dollars left over a week, we're like, okay, we're going to put 800 away. We're only going to live on 200. We're going to make it work. We're going to sacrifice. And we never did. No, and I think that's a big point is no matter what you're doing, and we've seen this not only in our money situation, but in our fitness situation as well. When you leave yourself to where the debt is all encompassing, like where you're just like, we can't do anything because we're trying to pay off our debt. That is not a healthy way. It doesn't last. It gets frustrating. And then the debt feels so heavy. And I think that's one thing that we've learned from this time is we paid a significant amount of money on our debt, but we still left money to go do things on the weekend and still enjoy our time together. Go out and have a nice dinner and in order what we want and have a glass of wine and yeah. all the things, but we still kept it to a mi- minimum. We didn't go crazy because we are trying to pay off our credit cards, but we still allowed room to, to spend the money that we needed and not feel yeah. as if... Yeah, we were strapped. you don't want the debt to be con- completely consuming, especially if it's going to take you longer. We're really blessed in this space that we're both working and we were able to pay off this debt in a matter of three months. Yeah. Um, we're very, very lucky, grateful that we're able to do that. So it's easier to be super stringent, you know, even though we're still doing things that we enjoy for the most part. Um, but we also do have to cut back in other ways because sometimes... You, especially when you have big goals, like paying off $34,000 is a big goal. You have to cut back in the short term 100%. in order to reach your goals for the long term, right? You have to, like, I don't go out and shop all the time. No. I don't, like, we go and have dinner. Sometimes we save the the extra money for things that we truly value, which for us is always experiences. So we're going to put money aside. We're going to go have a dinner. We're going to, you know, we went to San Francisco. We went to wine country. We are going to spend money because you still have to let life flow. Or again, if you don't and you're so strict, which we've done, you're not going to stick with it, you know, Right. and you're going to end up being like, screw this. I'm not going to pay anything. You just gave everybody not only money situation, but if you're trying to lose weight, yeah, the best advice ever. Yeah. It's all about, I hate even saying the word balance because I honestly don't think balance There's no balance. No such thing. But I do think that you have to be smart. You have to just be smart about it. Like you can't completely restrict yourself in any way in life and think that that's sustainable. It's never going to be sustainable. So there has to be a little bit of give. So maybe, you know, you put, you have 200 bucks left over and maybe you take a hundred of those and you put it on the credit card and the other hundred you use to go to dinner, whatever. But it's like being smart about it, but still taking the appropriate steps to reach your goals. Right. You know? Right. Okay. Um, and then the next step, which I think we've already said, but it's breaking that number down into paycheck. So seeing how much you have left over every single month. And we're going to break that down into... Um, Paychecks. And we also said, uh, again, you can take your paycheck, but you can also take what you make per month and divide it by four. Right. And see what you make per week. Right. Because I think that's a, I think really getting so clear on what numbers are coming in per week. And again, if you guys, like for instance, in the hospital, we take call and sometimes we work a lot of overtime that's not guaranteed. So what Kim and I do is we take the base, the base of what we're going to make. And then anything extra is just anything extra. And that's phenomenal. Yeah. But so we're getting clear on what we're making at a base, at a minimum. Right. Okay, so the next step, and I think this was one of the most, this is what works for me the best. I love 
calendars. I love deadlines if it's a fire under my ass. Mm -hmm. But based off the amount you can put towards your debt, okay? And this, again, this could take a couple of years depending on where you are. Or, yeah. This could take a week depending on, doesn't, I don't know where you are. But taking a look at what you, how much debt you have, how much you're going to be putting towards it every single week, and putting a date on a calendar of this is the date that everything is going to be paid off. Because that's going to keep you excited. It's going to keep the momentum going. Like for us, September 5th, that is our date. So when we, it keeps us focused because we know we are four weeks out. Like I am more excited than ever. I want to keep hustling. I want to keep going to work. I want to keep making that money because I know we're one step closer. So having that September 5th date has really helped me personally stay motivated. Well, and I think at that date, for instance, Kim and I just didn't take you know darts and throw it at a calendar and say, okay, September 5th. That was, again, part of the detailed plan based off of the paychecks we make, based off of the weekly pay. I know, I'm just saying. So, like, for anybody, it could have been November 9th, December 9th, January of 2020, and we would have still been excited, but just setting a date that you can see. Yeah, and I think setting the date, too, is even if it's going to take you longer, I think it's always easier to stay focused when something's in the short term, of course. Well, yeah. If it's in the long term, I think... It can be a little bit more discouraging, but don't allow yourself to feel overwhelmed. Be excited about actually starting a, a plan because just having a plan in place is the first step to feeling less overwhelmed with anything. Agreed. The plan helps you feel more relaxed. It helps you feel like, okay, I'm working towards something and I'm excited about that. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Okay. Number nine. Number Ooh, nine is, is a huge. Number one. nine is my favorite, and this is why I was I was hesitant to. I, I really wanted to say break it down into weeks. That's why I wanted to say that um, because number nine is every paycheck, pay the amount you have available right away towards the debt, no excuses. And I think that's the biggest thing. And then you were talking about pro tips and stuff, but the pro tip is to not like we see this all the time. I do the budget on Friday when we get paid, right? These past two weekends, I haven't done that. And what has happened is, is we end up spending because you're not focused on it. You haven't said, okay, this is what we have. This is where we're at. I almost feel like, oh, we're fine. We're okay. But the thing is, is if I break it down per week, right? And then you get your biweekly paycheck and you have broken down that you can pay $400 towards your credit card. That is 200 per week. You know that come Friday, that is a $400 check and you've watched your spending from that time. Yeah, I think, yeah, just to keep, that it, makes super, sense. Just to keep it super simple. I don't know, I'm confused by what you just said kind of, but I, but I think I was only half listening <laughs> if I'm being honest. So I think the, what, what you're trying to say and what the most important piece is, is that get that money out of your account as quickly as possible because when you leave it in there and you say, oh, I'll make the payment at the end of the month or I'll make the payment um, next week, you end up spending it somehow. You, you chunk away at it somehow. Right. And, and so moving that money out of your personal bank account as quickly as possible so you can make that payment on the card. I'll get a little more clear. If you get paid bi-weekly, what I almost think is taking it into a week's standpoint to where 
you say what money you have for the budget for the week and take that $200 out immediately on Friday and put it away. And then that way you're not spending it into next week in case something comes up. Right. So you know every week I need to have $400. Maybe pulling $400 out right away is great for you. Or maybe taking it $200 on Friday, the first day you get paid. And then the next Friday, reevaluating your budget, taking another $200 and putting it away so that you can make the $400 payment. Yeah, I think the quickly you can get it out of your account is the most important part. Because in our experience, anytime we have ever left money in the account that was supposed to go towards savings or credit card, we have spent it or we have spent a part of it. 100%. And so getting it out, getting, I always tell Aaron every Friday, make that payment, make that payment, make that payment. Because when it's gone, it's gone. There's nothing you can do. It's paid. It's exactly where you want it to go. And then you work with what you have left. And you'll be surprised how many times mentally, right? We make the payment and then... We're basically like, ooh, I wish we could get sushi tonight. And then you you say to yourself, you look at the account, and you're like, well, we can't. Yeah. But if I never made that payment, we could. Right. We could and go get oh, sushi. Oh, it's only 50 bucks, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Because the money's in there. Yeah. But, but it, when the money's not there, right. look what happens. We scrape. We go and we like, oh, let's see what we can fix for dinner. Instead yep. of just being like, oh, I feel like a pizza. Yep. Right? And it really puts us in that mode. So paying it out right away is so it's, helpful. I think it honestly is the number one thing you can do. 100%. And stay committed to yourself. 100%. And remember what you're doing this for. Yep. Okay. And then number 10, I think this is a another huge part that is a, is a mindset part. But to celebrate it. Like, don't. Be like, you know, every single week, you know, I'm putting $2,000 towards this credit card payment. If if I was always like, no, that's $2,000. We could be going and doing something. It's like, no, let's not. We made the choice to pay off this debt. That's what the money is going towards. And so every Friday, I celebrate it. I'm so excited. I'm so grateful. It's one step closer. And that makes it feel exciting. And if, again, going back to what we said in the beginning, if you're not excited about what you're doing and the direction you're going, it's going to be really hard to stick with it. 100%. You know? And I think too, it's really funny. We found little games or whatever, but I started doing, I usually come home from work earlier than Kim does, mm-hmm. which is how it works. Um, and I was presenting her with a weekly report. Oh, that was so fun. And you so did it once and it was the best day of my life and you've never done it again. I thought I've done it a couple times. No. Can I just set the, set the tone because this was like so fun? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. I thought I've done it multiple times. Once. Sorry. I come home from work. It's a Friday. And Aaron had gone and gotten uh, a really fun bottle of wine because we were planning a trip to wine. New Zealand. Well, yeah, but the the fun one was from New Zealand because we are we're, we are planning a trip to New Zealand, and uh, a, another one of just our go to favorite Pinots. And so I come home. He's got the he's cooking an amazing dinner. I forget you were making steaks or something. Mm-hmm. Wine and then printed out a report. Of where we were with paying off our debt. And it was so much fun. And it was such a cool moment because I saw the progress. I think that's important to see your progress. Because if you can see your progress and you can witness the numbers coming down or going up, you can use this also for saving. It's like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like, look at all the work that we're doing. Like, it just feels good. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think it's really important to celebrate every moment of this journey and remember 
what kind of life you want to live and what kind of freedom this will open up for you when it's when you get to the other side because you will get to the other side right and it's a matter of like even if you feel overwhelmed you know i think the biggest key that i like to live by is you know what's something in three months what's something in three years what's something in 30 years that i'm going to look back on and not be pissed off that i didn't start today right Right. And I think that's the thing is you and I just it's, it's about letting the overwhelm go, finding using these tips to help guide you, but really focus on the fun of it. And I think that's yeah. the biggest thing. Make it fun. Make it easy. Really work on your mindset and start taking small steps that might lead to bigger steps. Yeah. But it's just about getting started and having fun around it and not carrying the weight of the negativity of, of whatever the story is. Letting that story go. And I think those are your key steps to getting started. And I think, you know, even in the beginning, I was starting to feel overwhelmed with the debt because I really wanted to take more time off and just feeling like, how are we going to do that? We have Mm -hmm. so much debt. Like, that doesn't feel... I don't want to take six months off, but be lugging around $30,000 worth of debt. That's the opposite of freedom to me. That's the opposite of living simply and feeling lighter and, and living, you know, our best life. And so I started to feel very overwhelmed with it. And so when Aaron and I decided to sit down and make a plan, even though... Not $1 had been paid towards the debt and we still were holding these accounts. Even though we were still exactly where we were, I felt so much lighter and so much more um, just, I don't know, relax. Relax. Okay. Free. Even though we still had the debt, but because we sat down on paper and had a plan, that was the first step. And just doing that one thing, I was like, awesome. This this feels so fucking good. I don't need to stress because I think the the stress and the overwhelm really comes from feeling unclear and um, uncertain about the first steps you're going to take to make a change. And once you get those first steps down, it's like a weight lifts and you're like, cool, let's do the damn thing. Let's get serious about this. And, um, and knowing your why about why you're working towards. I think that's the other thing is like, you have to have some kind of a why, a meaning, a purpose to why you do anything. If you want to stick with it, And I always come back to that of like, I want to travel. I want time off. I want to live simply. I don't want to have a lot of bills. And so that's why I'm busting my ass right now to get all this debt paid off because that's going to open up a whole world. But we also, just to add to that is we want to have room for spontaneity. Uh And I think that's the biggest thing is like, yeah, anybody can plan no matter how much debt you have to go on vacation for two weeks. But what if something pops up that we want to go do? The freedom of not having this overwhelming monthly debt monthly bills yeah. that we have to pay allows us to be more free in the decisions we make in life. Totes. 100%. So, yeah, I thought of a yeah, I thought of another podcast that I want to do and I think it's really I about get in the shower. I, I think it's really about talking about the time that we uh, left traveling and went PRN and then that has led to the fact that we went and bought all that furniture and all those things Which, and, we, I, and then we had to climb out of the yeah. debt, but what that actually did for us and if we would have never had that moment, we would have never aligned our finances in a way that built it our our what do you yeah. call it out of uh, built our foundation out of rock instead of sand. Yeah. 
And I, think, I love that. We'll totally talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's that a good a one. 100% game changer. And that happened right before we came here and got serious about paying off our debt. So, yeah, great topic. Um, so, yeah, yes. hopefully you guys took some good tips away from this and uh, reach out to us in our Facebook group, Freedom Life. Tell us your Travel story. Life, Freedom and Scrubs. Let us know. If you want us to talk more about this, this is something we're super passionate about because it really is a total game changer, I think, in life is to live without debt um, and or live in a way that feels more free to you, whatever that looks like. Yeah, write in, tell us your stories, email us, like let us know. We want to hear your stories. We want to hear what you're doing, what your tips are. Um, and if we can help you in any way, we will. Yeah. And um, we're and here for you guys. What's the email that they can email us and ask us questions? Ask. A-S-K at freedominscrubs.com. Yeah, so share any questions with us there. Mm -hmm. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, let us know what you guys think. And we will see you guys next week. Absolutely. We're about to go get our party on. It is birthday bonanza time. So I am too. I just need to do some lunch. I need lunch and shower. Sexy time. Sexy time. You got sexy time last night. It was a one-way street. We needed. I know it. Anyway, all right, guys. We're out of here. Bye. Thirty-seven and out. Oh my! Next time you hear from Aaron, he'll be thirty-seven. Oh my god. I'm still thirty-three. This is gonna be a bomb in year though, because I'll be thirty-seven and you'll be thirty-three. So it's our year. So it's from August of nineteen to March of twenty twenty. It's gonna be the boom. Year of the pig. And Joey. You're the pug. Okay. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Deuces.